Social media is toxic. I've heard it on more than one occasion, and honestly, I used to think so too. That was until I realized exactly how much this single thought was holding me back from marketing my business. Each post I'd see had me swimming in a sea of comparison, wondering how other people were putting out so much content, living amazing lives, and seemingly doing it all with so much ease. If you found yourself scrolling through Instagram only to feel about 10 times worse after, or hanging out in Facebook groups that make you question how it's so easy for everyone else but you, or maybe you've even toyed with the idea that you just need to find a way to run your business off of social media, then today's episode is a must listen. I'm diving into exactly how I shifted my relationship with social media so I could market my business, build relationships, and see more money in the bank plus the key belief that made that possible so you can too. It's not a fact that social media is toxic, and this episode will show you that. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I am so freaking excited for today's episode. And the reason I am so excited is because this particular topic has come up on quite a few calls recently. And chances are, if it's coming up for those people, it's probably coming up for you too. So I am so excited to dive into this juicy topic so that we can talk about social media, all of the kind of mindset challenges you may be experiencing around social media, and how ultimately the thought that social media is toxic might actually be holding you back from marketing your business to its full potential. So I am just so excited to dive into this. I know that there are going to be some major aha moments in here today where you are just going to be able to shift your mind mindset around social media so that it can really benefit your business and you can feel better about it along the way. So the first thing I want to talk about here is this kind of big overarching question of is social media toxic? Now, I think we could argue this for days, months, and heck, even years if we actually wanted to, but I am not here for that today and chances are you are not either. So while the overarching question about our culture and the effects social media is having on us as a general population and all of the kind of bigger looming questions that are affecting our society as a whole when it comes to social media, I'm going to kind of put on hold today. And that is for a few reasons. One, I think that there is a lot to dive into there. And I think that there is a lot we could discuss on the 
this topic, but I really want to talk about how social media is affecting you in particular, how it's impacting your business and have more of a conversation around how your thoughts about social media are ultimately making it more difficult for you to show up in your business if you believe that social media is toxic. So that is a conversation that we are here to talk about today. I know that we could go so much deeper on this if we really wanted to, but I think it's so much more useful for us to really look at it from the perspective of how is social media really impacting your business and how are the thoughts that you're having around social media either making it easier or more difficult to show up in your business so that you can market and ultimately sell. So let's dive in, shall we? So what I really want to talk about when it comes to social media is this phrase that I've heard thrown around really quite often recently, which is that social media is toxic. Now, normally this is in the context of someone telling me that they had to take a break from social media because it was just getting really toxic, or they're thinking that social media is really toxic and they're not sure if they want to market their business on social media, or that they're really frustrated that social media only shows the highlight reel and they don't understand how they can show up and market their business in a real, genuine, and authentic way when it doesn't necessarily feel like everyone else is doing that. So that is kind of the conversation that I am hearing this phrase thrown around in that social media is toxic. But what I want to point out here is that it is not a fact that social media has to be toxic. And it is more important for us to look at is this thought that social media is toxic really serving you and your business? Because the more toxic that you think social media is, the less likely you're going to want to show up on social media, the less likely you are to engage with other people on social media, the less likely you are to make real and genuine connections with people who want to buy from you on social media. Do you see where I'm going with this here about how this makes it so much more difficult to actually show up and take actions in your business? when you believe that social media is this thing that is inherently bad or inherently toxic. So that is the first thing that I want to point out because we have such an opportunity here. So if you are someone who in the past has thought, oh my gosh, social media is toxic. I need to get out of here. I don't know if I can do this. I'm feeling a lot of comparison here. Then the first thing I want you to do is I want you to notice those thoughts. I want you to notice what comes up for you when you think that social media is toxic. What are the thoughts that you are having around social media and what feeling is that creating for you? Is it a feeling of jealousy? Is it a feeling of just like not enoughness? Is it a feeling of comparison? Is it a feeling that that just feels really distant and really far away for you? Like what are the feelings that come up there? Because when we know what the thoughts and the feelings are that are coming up for you, that awareness really gives us so much opportunity to shift those thoughts and feelings to something that serves you on a much higher level. 
Now, something that comes up a lot when I talk about this topic is that feeling of comparison. And I think that makes a lot of sense, right? It's essentially a platform where people are openly and genuinely, and sometimes not genuinely, sharing their life and their business and their wins and what's going on for them and the lessons they've learned and all of the kind of amazing things that are going on in their life and business. And I think when you come to the table or come to the social media platform and the first thought that comes to mind when you see all of that is that you are not there yet or that's where you want to be or why does it look so easy for her but it doesn't feel so easy for you. When those are the thoughts that are coming up, of course you're going to feel like social media is toxic, right? Because with every scroll, it's making you feel worse and worse about yourself and your business. So the mindset shift that I would love to offer here is that what is possible for her is possible for you too. So if you are seeing someone showing up online and really owning their expertise and marketing their business, and they are so incredibly consistent and you look at that and you go, gosh, I just don't know how they do it. How can they like show up that consistently? Like I feel like posting one thing on social media is a struggle. That is your opportunity to shift. That is your opportunity to go, what is the message for me in this feeling? What is the message for me in feeling this way? Because sometimes these feelings of comparison, they come with this sort of lesson attached. They come with this lesson we're meant to embrace, to learn, to shift, right? And I think that that is something that is just so beautiful in this is that if you are feeling that way, really look at, is there something to learn here? Is there something that this feeling is teaching me? Because a lot of times those uncomfortable feelings do actually come with a lesson attached. And as we learn the lesson, it's easier to shift our mindset around it as a whole, right? I remember in the beginning of my business, there was one particular social media post and I can still remember who it was and I can remember the exact post, right? And there was one particular social media post that just really like felt like twisting the knife in a way that I just like did not enjoy at the time. And it brought out such comparison in me that it basically like It was exactly what we're talking about here. It was just like such a trigger. And I remember feeling those thoughts of comparison. And it was um, someone posting about like their European vacation and what a lovely time they were having and how they're working less than ever before and how that was possible for them and how they've really shifted their mindset towards leaning into more ease. And all of this really doesn't sound surprising to me anymore, right? Like this is all things that I really wholeheartedly believe in. But at the time, I remember that being such a trigger for me because I saw this post and I just remember thinking like, well, how is that even possible? Like, how did she create that? Like, how did she do that? How long did that take her? Like, 
how do I get there? And I felt so much comparison in seeing that social media post. And I really thought about it because it hit me in a way that previous posts just like hadn't, right? And I really thought about it and I was like, why is this such a trigger for me? Why am I feeling so much comparison here? And the reason was because I wanted what she had. (laughs) And I think that that is just like, such a powerful thing to say out loud because I think that we're we're almost in the society where we think like oh my gosh we shouldn't want things like that right like just we should be grateful for what we have and we shouldn't like want those things or have those desires and it's bad if we want what other people have and I think that sometimes there's like just this like weird shame game that happens around that where it's like we're just we're supposed to see all of these things on social media but we're not supposed to want them right and I just don't think that's true I just that has not been my experience of it so I saw this post and I was like oh I just want what she has like I want that vacation I want to be able to take that kind of time off I want to feel that kind of ease in my business. I want to be able to hit those big number goals the way that she was posting about. Like, and I want to feel really freaking comfortable showing up online and showing other women what's possible in that, right? So there were so many levels of desire there. And I think that the desire was really there to teach me something. And there was really a lesson there. And the lesson was simply that all of that was possible for me too. It may not be possible at this very second in this very moment that I was reading this post, but it was possible for me overall. And I think that that is the most important mindset shift that I want to lend to this kind of social media is toxic conversation is that it's not necessarily social media that's toxic, but it's our relationship with social media that can be toxic, right? And I think that that is what I took away from this experience because I saw all of a sudden that the desire that came up was actually there to teach me something. It was actually there to tell me something very important. And it was there to show me what's possible the same way that I aim to show other women in their business and in their life what is possible for them. So it really did serve as this beautiful reminder of exactly why it was that I started my business. But unless I had really looked at that, unless I had done the mindset work around it and been like, oh my gosh, there are so many feelings that are coming up here. What are these feelings trying to tell me and how do I work on my thoughts? How do I shift to a better feeling thought here so that I can ultimately work toward what it was that I desired? So I think that there is just a really powerful lesson in there, which is why I wanted to share that with you as well. The other thing I will say there is that I think that there is just this like fascinating conversation around the highlight reel. And what I mean by that is all of the posts that you see on social media of people posting about their wins, big and small, and how they got there and all of this kind of incredible content of what is going on in their life and business. And I think that sometimes this gets a bad rap. And what I mean by that is I think that a lot of times the conversation around this is, oh my gosh, well, they're only showing the highlight reel and they're not being authentic and that like they should be giving us like what's really going on and 
there just seems to be like this weird conversation that happens around how it's not okay to post all of those good things or how it's not really authentic to post all of those good things. And it's just the highlight reel, right? And I think that we can acknowledge that it's the highlight reel, but I think that the other part of that conversation is that, and that's okay. Like it's okay that they're showing the highlight reel. It's okay that they're showing what's possible for you in your business. It's okay that they're posting about their amazing vacation. I mean, most of us don't want to go out and air all our dirty laundry on the internet anyway. I will be the first to raise my hand and say like, I am really transparent in my life and business, but like you are still only seeing a part of that, right? Like you are not seeing 100% of what is going on in my life and business. Like there are still some things that are personal to me. And I think that when we can bring that level of understanding into social media, it makes it that much easier to really understand the dynamic there or to really bring that level of awareness around it. Because most of us wouldn't want to read about someone else's dirty laundry every day, all day, anyway. Like that would be a real downer. (laughs) And you probably would unfollow that person or you wouldn't want to hang out with them and you probably wouldn't want to purchase from them. And I just think that that is just like such a fascinating thing that happens in the online space because we think like, oh, well, it's just the highlight reel. And like the unsaid portion of that is like there's and there's something wrong with that. And I think like to to a certain extent, the thing that's wrong with that is like assuming that the highlight reel is 100% of the story, right? I think that's where we go wrong in this conversation and that's where we really need to shift our mindset. But I think that it's in that awareness and that acknowledgement that it's the highlight reel that everything just kind of like normalizes after that. Like you can kind of breathe a breath of fresh air after that and be like, yeah, it's just the highlight reel. That's fine. Everyone has challenges in their business. Everyone has challenges in their life. That part doesn't change. It's just that they don't go and post about them 24 seven on social media because that doesn't really serve them or their business either. So I think there's this way where we can still be real and authentic in social media and we can still show up in a way that feels good. But I think that having that kind of baseline understanding that, yeah, it probably is the highlight reel or they're probably still not sharing 100% of what's going on in their life because they're human beings and they're having a human experience. And some of those things are still probably deeply personal and that's okay. I think that that understanding, when we can bring that understanding and awareness into this container, it makes it so much easier to scroll without it having this really immense charge and heaviness associated with it. The other thing that I will say is that I see this one thing shift clients' mindset around social media the most, and that is knowing exactly when and how they're going to show up. It sounds like a really basic thing. Like it sounds like, oh yeah, of course, right? But I think that like where we get into the most frustration around social media and when it feels the most difficult and when it feels the heaviest is when you are not necessarily clear 
on when and how you're showing up on it. So if you're scrolling social media and every single post that you see is a reminder of something that you're not doing, then yeah, that's going to feel pretty shitty. (laughs) Like, I don't want to sign up for that experience either. But I think that like when you can scroll Instagram and you can know, hey, I post once a day on Instagram. I write my content once a week. I schedule it out in advance. When you know exactly what that looks like for you, you can stay in your own lane so much easier, right? Because you're not wondering, oh, like I saw Susie's post, but maybe I should post about that. Or I don't know if that's too much like Susie's post. So I don't know if I can still write about that. Or I feel like everyone's doing what I want to do. Or they're so much further ahead and the results seem so much far off. Like that is where our mindset can get kind of trippy, right? That's where we start having those wobbles because what we see other people doing then affects the actions that we're taking in our business. When you can know that Susie's going to post whatever the hell she wants and you're still going to continue to show up with your scheduled marketing content, that's when it gets so much easier because Susie's post isn't determining your actions. So can you see the connection there? Can you see how simply being clear on exactly when and how you're going to show up on social media begins to really lessen the thoughts and the feelings you're having and all of that uncertainty around what everyone else is doing and how that's affecting you and your business and your marketing plan. Because I think that this is just, this is the thing, right? Like this is such an important conversation to have because that's when all of this stuff starts to feel kind of shitty is when, you know, you saw so-and-so's post and then that determines your actions and everything that follows. Like that's not going to feel good. When you know that you're going to show up anyway, you're going to stick to the plan. You already have your content written up. You already know that you're going to continue marketing regardless of what everyone else is sharing and doing. That's when it all starts to feel so much easier. And there isn't this like really heavy, toxicity around social media that everyone else is talking about, right? The truth is that to be able to sell in your online business, it's essential that you're gaining visibility online. It may sound obvious, but it can also be downright uncomfortable at first, and you may even find yourself avoiding it altogether. The good news is it's not nearly as complicated or overwhelming as it may be feeling at this very moment. If you're struggling to talk about what it is you do so you can gain more visibility in your business and ultimately sell, then I would be willing to bet your mindset has something to do with it. That's exactly why I offer my free 30-minute sincere sales coaching calls so we can get to the root of the biggest mindset challenge you have when it comes to selling and shift it so you can start seeing more results like leads, clients, and more money in the bank. I only do a few of these free sessions each week and have limited coaching spots available. So don't sit on this. Head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales to grab a time that works for you. So I think the question that really comes up here is what does a healthy relationship with social media look like for you? I think that this can look different for every single person. Like 
Anyone listening to this podcast right now would probably answer that question in a slightly different way. And that's why this is such an important question to ask is because when you know what showing up on social media looks like for you, when you know what a healthy relationship with social media looks like for you, it's so much easier to set better boundaries around that. So what's toxic for one person may not be toxic for another, right? Someone might be like, oh yeah, like I check Instagram three times a day. That feels really good to me. It doesn't seem like a problem. Like I'm good there. And someone else might be like, I check Instagram 57 times a day and it really doesn't feel good. And it's totally toxic. And this is like a terrible thing for me in my business, right? Like it's just not going to look the same depending on who you are, what kind of business you have, like all of that. Right. And so I think that like too much of anything isn't necessarily good. And that's another mindset shift I'd like to offer here. Like you can make that case for pretty much anything, right? Like I could say exercise is toxic, right? Like, and it probably would be if I was working out three times a day, right? Like if I, if I was exercising as much as I was checking social media, it might not be okay, right? Like I think that that, like that's just really valuable to look at because then it's like, well, it's not the thing it's self that's toxic, right? It's our relationship and our mindset around the thing that can end up being toxic. But in itself, it's not a fact that exercise is toxic the same way it's not a fact that social media is toxic. It's really about how you use that tool and what your relationship with that tool is like and how it either benefits you or doesn't in this case, right? So I think that that is really something to look at here because in itself, social media does not have to be toxic. Too much of anything isn't necessarily good. But what do those boundaries look like for you? How can you wrap a boundary around it? If it's not feeling good, then what needs to shift so you can continue to benefit from social media and you can continue to use it as a tool for your online business without it feeling like it's taking this immense toll on your mindset or this immense toll on your mental well-being, right? So a few practical things that we can look at there are, can we schedule it in advance? I know that I hear so much resistance around this initially, but I just think that scheduling content in advance can be so incredibly helpful. And the reason that is, is because it doesn't occupy as much of your life as it does when you are writing content and posts like in the moment, right? So if you're spending a half hour per day writing content and trying to come up with ideas for posts and trying to come up with the perfect caption or whatever it is, right? Over time, that adds up. That really feels like a lot of time. And it also occupies an immense amount of mental energy. So when we can batch that all together and we can set one time per week that you sit down and write content and then you schedule that all out, then it doesn't feel like something that you have to pay quite as much attention to. Then you know that the posts go out when they need to go out and it doesn't feel like something you have to have this attachment to at all times, right? So I think that that's one thing that's really valuable to look at. And I think that sometimes I get pushback on this where people are like, oh, but like the algorithm doesn't favor that as well. And look, that's for you to decide around what works best for you and your business. But what I will say here is that it 
it is not sustainable long-term for your mental well-being to be in such flux every time you go to write a caption on social media, right? So ultimately, if it means that you schedule it in advance and slightly fewer people see that post, but your mindset can stay in check and you actually feel so much better because of that, then that is going to help you build a long-term sustainable business instead of wanting to give up altogether on social media, on your marketing, on sales, on your business, because your mindset is being swayed so much by what you are seeing there. So I think that that's just such an incredibly important thing to look at when we have this conversation is, yeah, maybe less people will see your posts. Like maybe there is something to be said for the algorithm there. But ultimately, is your mental well-being more important than whatever that slight algorithm shift may be? Because I have a feeling that it probably is. Now, there's another important piece to look at here, and that is this conversation around vanity metrics, right? I hear all the time so many people getting caught up in the numbers, and I just think that It is so much more important to me that my clients are profitable than it is that they are popular. And what I mean by that is I have clients whose numbers are way lower than where they would like them to be. And that's okay because they are making money in their business. (laughs) And I think that we as as a culture, as a society, I don't know where this idea came from, that all of these vanity metrics are an indication of profit. Because I just have not seen that to be true, right? I have seen so many people share that they had an incredible following, right? But they had no clue how to actually make that kind of following translate into money in their business, right? I remember in my design business, now granted, everything was largely based on referrals, but my metrics on social media were so low because I had no idea how to market my business, right? I wasn't even really talking about what it was that I was doing or how I could help people. I wasn't finding clients on social media. Like none of that was in place, right? So my metrics on Instagram, my vanity metrics were so low at that point, but that didn't hold me back from still landing clients and booking projects and making money in my business, right? But if had you been someone who looked at my metrics during that time, you would have been like, oh, like this girl's brand new. Like she's not making money, right? But like that was the exact opposite of what was happening. Like I was landing $10,000 website design projects, but I just wasn't marketing it on social media. So I think that we can look at that and we can really use that as such a valuable example here because I was still making money. I was still making a profit. In fact, all of that was working well, minus the fact that I was so reliant on referrals and I had no clue how to market, right? So I think that when we look at that, we can say like, oh, okay, like I was making money. I was profitable. I was doing really well. The business was successful, but I just didn't have the vanity metrics in place. And I feel like where this gets confusing in the online space is we look at the vanity metrics and we think that that's an indication of the amount of money that that person is making in their business. And I just have not found that to be true from my business, from seeing the back end of a lot of other businesses. Like I can tell you that the vanity metrics are one thing and the profit is a completely different thing. So I really encourage you to separate those two out. To really look at them as separate things 
And the reason this matters is because I see so many people hold themselves back from marketing because they have all of these stories around what it means that their following isn't big enough yet. Or they're like, oh, when I have 10,000 followers, then I'll start showing up more consistently. And the thing is, we have to show up consistently in our marketing before we get the 10,000 followers. We have to be really freaking excited about the people that are here now that we can show up and serve before we can do that on a much larger level, on a much higher level. And I think that the confusion comes in when we go like, oh, well, when I have the followers, then I'll be making the money. But that's just not true. Like you can make the money now. Make the money now, serve the people in front of you, and don't let the amount of followers hold you back from really marketing your business and making that happen so that you can ultimately scale and grow. Because when we can separate the two out, when we can say, hey, the amount of followers you have is not an indication of income in your business. And the more you market and the more you get in front of people and the more you sell, the more money you're going to make independent of however many people are following you. Of course, we want to grow your audience. Of course, we want to get in front of more people. Of course, all of those things are good things, but it's just not the thing that determines the amount of money that you're making. I'm like making wild hand gestures here because I I think that this is just so important to talk through because there's just such a giant misconception around it where we think like, oh, the vanity metrics mean xyz and the truth is the vanity metrics are vanity metrics like (laughs) focus on showing up and marketing and selling and serving those are the pieces that are important let the vanity metrics be what they are like grow your audience but don't make it the thing that holds you back from really making your business run and making the income and impact that you can at this very moment because you don't have X many followers yet. That just isn't a thing. I also want to take a moment to talk about the mindless scroll. And I have a feeling you know what I'm talking about here. (laughs) What I see so many people do and what I have definitely done myself, so definitely not um, throwing any stones here, but popping into social media, scrolling through, and then popping back off. Now, I just want to acknowledge that this does not do a thing for your business. (laughs) It does not really serve you to read a bunch of posts, not comment on any of them, and then pop off, only to pick up your phone again an hour later and do the same thing, right? So engagement is such a big part of being social on social media. I think that that sounds obvious, but I think so often we forget that. We forget how important it is to engage with others. And the question that comes up for me, and this was something that really helped me to shift my mindset around social media, is that when you find yourself in the kind of mindless scrolling state, ask yourself, what are you looking for here? And I think that this can be so helpful because two things happen. One, it brings a level of awareness to how often you are mindlessly scrolling social media. But two, it also really helps you to identify if we know that a lot of what we do is because of the feeling we're looking to create, right? 
then just knowing what feeling you're after there can be so helpful because then you can create that in a different container other than social media. So if you are looking for that feeling of connectedness, maybe you're feeling a little disconnected in your business or a little lonely, is there another way that you can get that feeling? So maybe you call up a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Maybe there's a business bestie that you want to shoot a text. Maybe there is a Voxer chat you want to get going with a few business besties. Whatever that looks like for you, is there a way that you can bring that feeling of connectedness into your life, into your business, outside of social media? Because when we can not look to social media to fulfill that need or that feeling that we're looking to create, it just becomes so much easier to not have this like pressure on social media or to constantly feel inadequate because of social media or to feel like it's toxic or whatever is coming up for you in that moment. Because now all of a sudden you're creating that feeling in a different way and you know that you can get it outside of social media. So I think that that can be really, really valuable when we look at shifting that relationship as well, because then you're just not relying on social media and having this like love hate relationship with it. You're actually cultivating this mindset that says, yeah, social media can be a great tool for my business, but I use it in X capacity, right? So really just deciding what those boundaries look like for you. Maybe that means scheduling out a week of posts in advance and then popping in there for 10 minutes twice a day. Maybe that looks like having a VA or a social media manager manager really take that off your hands so that you can be even more disconnected from social media. It doesn't have to look the same for everyone. And it's definitely not something that you have to be doing 24 seven. I think that a lot of times when social media starts to feel toxic, it either means that we're spending too much time on there Or we're just looking for something on social media where we can't actually get those needs met on social media, right? So we're like trying to solve a different problem through social media, like that connectedness example that I mentioned earlier. So just something super helpful to look at there as you're navigating what your mindset around social media is, what your relationship with social media is, and how that can really work for you and for your business in the long term so that you're emotions aren't causing these giant swings in your strategy, right? Because if you're feeling super disconnected in your business and you're going to social media to solve that problem, and then you don't feel like you're getting that need met there, then you're not going to feel good about social media on the whole. And you're probably going to pull way back on that. You're probably going to go in a different direction. You're going to see if you can build your business off of social media. You're going to decide on a different platform that you think will be less toxic, right? Like that's how we go 180 in the other direction. And that really doesn't serve us long term. So my point really is that social media can work for you and your business and you can continue to show up and market and use that tool to really benefit you long-term, to generate leads, to make connections, to land clients, to build and scale and grow. And it can do all of those amazing things for you. But in order for it to work that way, it's so important that you shift your mindset around it and create healthy boundaries around it so that it can be a 
tool that you use sustainably to grow your business long-term so that you can continue to show up instead of it being this thing that you're feeling a lot of comparison and toxicity and inadequateness and all of these other feelings that are coming up around it because that's when you're going to pull back on it and that's when it's going to be even more difficult to see results in your business because of it. So I hope this conversation was super helpful for you and shifting your mindset around social media. I hope that it encourages you to continue to show up on social media, market your business, make those connections and really make it work for you. But in order to do that, really decide what is it that's going to make it actually work for you? What do those boundaries look like? How can you establish those and how can you stick to those? So social media can be something that ultimately feels good and benefits your business long-term. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, We'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. And I think that like we can acknowledge that it's the highlight rule. And I think that we can acknowledge that it's the, oh my gosh, why can't I say highlight reel?